the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Hello, hello. (laughs) It's Rob Black and the Pirate. Hello. 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 Is it it on? Hello. Hello, hello. So, I actually got an email from my one of my bosses yesterday, which said, corporate policy, no April Fool's jokes on radio. I did not know that. <laughs> I'm glad that I got that email, right? It's no fun. But April Fool's is right around the corner. and I think it's on Easter this year, which is kind of, I don't know, maybe... Play with your kids and tell them the Easter Bunny left no chocolate this year, no eggs, no nothing. Um, there's two things, two stories out there today that tell me if you don't believe that the beginning is starting to fall for some of these traditional investments and the way, if you don't believe that the beginning of the end is there for some media companies on some levels, Adapter change, Darwinism, 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 help me, help me when I get stuck on a word, ladies and gentlemen, shout it out from the crowd, you don't have to lift up your hand, just tell me, um, so there's a little Darwinian thing going on with media companies at this point in time, oh, Darwinian wood chipper, and I go for my enunciation, my pronunciation, I'm, I'm out of here, see you later, um, there's two stories out there that tell me if you don't think things have changed, you're seriously wrong. And if you don't think that some of these tech companies that are getting hit recently are the agent of change, you're seriously wrong. And that they still are disrupting. And that companies like Facebook do need to be regulated on some level. I'm not a big regulation guy. If they're not going to self-police, I don't want 2 billion people worldwide to have their data compromised with a oh, we were giving it to the advertisers because they like us more than like they like TV. I don't like that attitude. But there's two stories today that really hit me and saying things are changing. And if you don't like Facebook, you still, you still got to be impressed with them, with what they've pulled off. The NBA is reportedly testing a new microtransactional live streaming offering in which fans can view the fourth quarter of a live in-progress game for 99 cents. Now, here's my shtick. There's so much media out there. All the highlights are on YouTube or ESPN minutes after the game's over. Are we shifting from a nation of watching sports live to we can watch it on demand when we want to? So get this for a second. 99 cents, you can watch the fourth quarter essentially of any game you want. Uh, You can stream it. ESPN reporter Darren Rovell tweeted yesterday that the league could turn such microtransactions into significant revenue stream if the league opts to make the offering permanent. 
it could appeal to a broad swath of more casual fans who might balk at the NBA's primary live streaming option, which is League Pass, which is 18 to 40 bucks a month. Now, 18 bucks a month ain't bad. But when you start doing 40, you start seeing, oh, I'm never going to get out of this $300 cable television world. So doing a microtransaction, look, in my opinion, most sports are decided in the third or in the last uh, quarter or per- uh, period. And a lot of NBA games and playoffs are decided in the last two minutes. And that's when the, I think the best action turns on. Uh, I, I think the NBA has got amazing athletes who are incredibly fast, incredibly tall, incredibly powerful. But if you've never seen a game live, you probably should. Offering of microtransactions could be significant because that's all I really need. I don't need to sit there for three hours, two and a half hours to watch a game. I don't have that kind of time. I want to go for walks. I want to go for hikes. I want to see, you know, what's the world record largest sausage in the world. But the rest of linear TV sport is different between sports and all the other programming. Linear TV, you know, college sports and professional sports have seen fans going up. have seen eyeballs going up. Um, now, what's interesting about this is by the NBA saying we're going to take these 99-cent transactions, it's no, it's no big sweat. You could literally be on the subway and go, oh, I'm going to watch the last quarter. Compared with other sports, the average age of the NBA viewer is relatively young, 42 years. The average NFL viewer is 50 years old. Oh, no. The average Major League Baseball viewer is 57. And if you happen to be watching the PGA this weekend, you're 64 years old. Get off my yard, you kids. The NBA has pursued virtual reality integrations um, with their league partner, Turner who's made a partnership with Magic Leap, which is this secret augmented reality company out of Miami, which has shown us a headset, but not much more. And they've told us they've burned a lot of money. Disney's forthcoming ESPN Plus and CBS recently launched a 24-hour streaming app of CBS Sports HQ. Do you see there's a big push, a huge push into the future eyeballs and the current eyeballs? And by testing $1 to watch a, a, a quarter, the final period of basketball, the final quarter of basketball, that's, that's going to get some impulse, people. And then you know what? You like it. You get excited. You tell your sugar booger, we're going to the game on Friday night. And they win because they've got a good product. Um, then throw that into the other big story today, in my opinion, is HQ Trivia. The big trivia game has a $250,000 prize tonight. And again, what's interesting about that is $250,000 for playing a 20-minute app And a lot of people leave work and turn the app on. A lot of people are at lunch and turn the app on because it happens to come on at 12 and 6. So on the East Coast, it's 9 a.m., just getting to work, let's do the trivia game. And 3, just leaving work, let's do the trivia game. So it's nationwide. It pulls in about a million eyeballs per evening game. But when you throw out a $250,000 jackpot, all tied towards them taking money from Warner Brothers for promotion tonight of Ready Player One. The Steven Spielberg multiverse world, augmented reality. A lot of themes coming together in this segment. But 
when you're playing trivia, you're waiting for the next question. I bet the questions are even easier tonight so they can get even more commercials into it. Because sometimes you're on the first question and it's like, Bastille Day is celebrated in France, Germany, or Egypt. You're like, Bastille. Hmm, I once remember French Castle or something like that. And like, the first couple questions are super easy, but they don't want people to drop out because those are eyeballs that the sponsors want, right? So a movie used to, every now and then, they'd go out on the streets and hand out like free movie passes or they'd dress up as like robots on the road and say, hey, there's a new movie out this weekend. Or they'd go on to television and sports shows that are are running and they'd say, hey, there's a new movie this weekend. They'd do a lot of previews on E. There was a previews. Like getting your advertising dollars out, if you do not see the world is changing quickly, both for the positive disruption and for the negative, can't be an old 62-year-old man yelling at kids getting off your yard. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, invested in more. It's my neighbor, the darn tootin' guy. Darn tootin'? Hey, darn tootin' guy. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. Always have a seminar coming up. You can learn more at Rob Black Show. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. And streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. Boop, 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 boop. Bishop Briggs, I think. I love the door slamming there. Don't, don't. <laughs> I want to grow up and play a door in a band. What do you mean? Yeah, the guy who slams the door on stage. <laughs> Amazon.com is the story of the day, in my opinion. They've been the story of the day a lot of times for how good they're doing. Today, they're losing $40 billion in market cap. company had the March, 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 March to a trillion going on. Who's going to do it first? Would it be Apple? Apple and Tim Cook are leading the back, but the Apple iPhone 10 sales are flagging, so they drop out. Coming up the rear, you have Microsoft, trillion-dollar company based on the cloud and based on margins. They seem to be the, the one that everyone thinks is going to get the trillion based on the cloud, the Azure platform, and how well it's doing comparatively positioned to Google. Great, Google Moogla. And the other trillion dollar company, Amazon, today is getting trumped. Now, we know that there's been phrases that pay in the past along the lines of things like, um, oh, Sears, Sears got Amazon, or Kmart, Kmart got Amazon, or Pets.com got Amazon. Very true. Companies that used to do business in a very static way. Uh, Amazon says, we'll deliver, we'll give you music, we'll give you video, we'll deliver. I'm now getting to the point where if I need like a face soap, I'll go on Amazon and I'll see the highest rated face soap. I'm like, you're the winner. Crazy, right? I'm trusting other Americans to make decisions for me. (laughs) Oh, what's wrong with America? But President Trump is obsessed with going after Amazon. Now, there is some reason for that. Amazon... Is worth so much money that a couple of years ago, Jeff Bezos is like, well, I want to buy a newspaper. Well, the Washington Post. Keep in mind, Jeff Bezos is, in my opinion, 
the evil Sith Lord of retail commerce. I think he's building a Death Star behind the moon. I think he is a villain from James Bond. I think Seattle is going to rue the day that they ever invited Mr. Bezos up. As I think he is slowly putting stuff in their water to Bezos them. But Trump is going after Amazon now. He's trumping Amazon's Amazoning. Trump has discussed altering the company's tax treatment because several of his friends told him Amazon is hurting their businesses and killing shopping malls and brick and mortar retailers. Oh my goodness. The president heard from his friends that Amazon is hurting their business. Wow. Could you imagine if one of the president's friends said, you know, uh, Rob Black is the, the smartest guy in the world and should be head of the economics department Wrong. of the White House? Well, well, if I'm his friend, maybe he'll help me out, right? So that's scary that friends have the ears of the president. And Trump wants to go after the e-commerce giant, citing five sources who have uh, talked with Amazon. Uh, talked about Amazon with him. He's obsessed with Amazon, some people say. Obsessed. Trump has discussed altering the company's tax treatment because several of his friends told him Amazon is hurting their business and killing shopping malls and brick-and-mortar retailers. Amazon shares fell 5% today, wiping out about $40 billion in shareholder value. Trump has blasted Amazon on the social media in the past, saying the e-commerce company is hurting the retail industry and causing U.S. jobs to be lost. He did a pretty good job on the campaign trail of saying that, you know, he'll bring jobs back to America, even though Amazon's like, hey, Amazon tried to be part of his economic council until it couldn't. So the Washington Post is the thing that I think has Trump the most upset. Trump seems to like Fox News because they give kind of a version of his presidency that others aren't. Some would say a softer lit version. Um, So Steve Mnuchin... Treasury Secretary hinted that the Trump administration may take a position on Amazon's tax collection policy. So Mnuchin told the White House Ways and Means Committee hearing in February that the administration feels strongly the government should institute a sales tax on Internet e-commerce. But there hasn't been much follow-up beyond these statements on the Amazon's tax treatment. Some states obviously would fight this big time, but some states would say, let's bring it on. So Washington, Minnesota, Rhode Island have passed laws requiring online marketplaces to collect sales taxes on behalf of its third-party sellers. So there's a lot going on here. And uh, I would say, I will say this. I once started a company, and uh, I was the lead partner. I got into a situation with another partner where I said, 50%, uh, we could have 50% voting rights, that's fine. Um, but when push comes to shove, my assets are my assets, your assets are your assets. Anything I bring in is mine, anything you bring in is yours. And uh, when it came time to separate, he didn't see it that way. So he got an attorney, and I made a mistake because we should have had a contract that said a little more clearly what voting shares meant and didn't mean. We, it was pretty clear. It should have been a little bit more clear. And my attorney told me, he says, don't fight it, just, you know, Walk away, start over if you have to a little bit. You know, you have enough to, to put food in your belly, right? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, just walk away, don't fight. You really don't need other people mad at you. You don't need to, you know, anytime you get pulled over by a police officer, don't fight it. Like, just say yes sir, no sir. Uh, you don't have to give them anything but your license and your name. 
uh, you can behind that you can say that's what I was sold to do by Rob Black. Yes sir, no sir, kind of thing. Uh, license and registration is the only thing you have to do, give up as far as information. You got to imagine that they're doing an investigation on you if they pulled you over, right? So anything that you give them is incriminating to yourself. So or could be potentially incriminating to yourself. Woo! Mega Millions jackpot tonight. Five hundred and two million dollars. So no numbers were drawn on Tuesday. So I guess that's going to be on Friday. The next one's on Friday. Fourth largest payout in the 16-year history. Jackpot has been rolling over since it was last one on January 5 at 450 million. So um, this is going to be a big one. This is one where you're going to see Americans line up and put on their lucky numbers, right? I'm not a lottery guy. I love that the lottery does good for states by raising money for schools and roads and stuff like that. Uh, but the people who play lottery should not be playing the lottery. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube at Rob Black Show. We'll talk soon. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. So I go a little bit crazy thinking about money. It's something I see every day, and it's, it's almost as if like you're a DUI attorney and you're defending people who have DUIs and... I think it would probably grow on you, like, how to give good advice, right? Sometimes it would probably grow on you, like, how crazy it is. Like, I'm not driving on a Saturday night after 11 p.m. You know, when you have kids, the the best thing you can do with children is to impart the wisdom that you've learned on your children. And one of the things that I would learn, that I've learned is nothing really good happens after midnight. <laughs> now, some of the good, 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 like, romantic stuff happens after midnight, but nothing really good happens on the road or at bars after midnight. <clears throat> Clubs, concerts, I just... Anyway, one of the things that you do when you've done this as long as I have is you start thinking, how do people spend their money? The Mega Millions climbs to $502 million. Tonight, there's going to be HQ Trivia 1. HQ Trivia. Uh, it's an app on the phone. It's awesome. It's fun. It's Scott Rakowski. And... Um, Typically, the price is like $2,500, but tonight it's going to be $250,000 because people are, a million people a day are logging in at noon Pacific and 6 Pacific, so you figure out what that is on East Coast time, and uh, they get a million people, and tonight they're going to give away $250,000 prize, biggest cash prize ever, because it's their first move into a sponsorship with Warner Brothers and Nike. It's going to be all about Ready Player One. So they'll probably, the game show probably takes 20 minutes to play on your phone from 6 to 6.20 tonight. $250,000. And to me, this is all about, see, Ready Player One needs people to come see it at the movie theaters. So let's get people where they're watching their phone to come to the movie theater. Or instead of watching TV, that's a big advertiser. Um, But again, I'm talking about it. So they're already getting free advertising in local media that an app can give away a $250,000 prize out of a million players tonight. Way better odds than the Mega Millions, but Mega Millions, they'll see more than a million people play, right? 
Anyway, let's talk about financial products that aren't gambling-associated uh, game shows or lotteries. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. It's not all gambling products. So I'm going to kind of go against what we've said in the past, why you can't be an absolute salesman. What I mean by that is make a statement that says, this is never a right thing to do. Like annuities are never right. Or one of the big ones is never buy cash value life insurance. You've heard both Rob and I say that investing in life insurance is a bad idea. And it is for 99% of the population. There is these scams out there where people will go through periods of time where they want you to pull money out of your mortgage uh, or out of your home via mortgage or out of your 401k saying the 401k is a scam and invest in this. It's got market upside potential, but no downside risk. They're basically selling high cost indexed life insurance products. Those guys should be in jail, in my opinion. Total, total garbage. So for most people, and we have a handout, if you want one, 15 things to do before you ever even need to hire a financial advisor. It's 15 very clear steps to take. And one of them is that if you have kids, you need to protect your family with disability and life insurance. And most families need to buy term life insurance, either a 10, 20, 30-year level term policy. And the calculation is pretty easy. You take your income, multiply it by 10. Then you add in 100 grand per kid so that they could pay for college if you died. And then you add in all of your debt so that that's paid off if they want to. So it's not that big of a deal. You don't need to, it's, it's a very simple formula. And then you go out and you shop for term insurance. And most agents have the ability to shop all of the places out there. You can go to USAA. If you're a USAA member, they have good products. Select quote. I don't care where you go. Ask me a referral if you want. They all shop the same places. Um, it is good to work with a live person if you have any health issues because certain companies rate things differently. <clears throat> like, for example, I was talking to an insurance agent the other day, and we were talking about, uh, since you know we have a lot of clients, obviously, in Oregon and Washington and California, where now marijuana is, is legal and recreational use has jumped, some insurance companies don't really care if there's recreational use of that now. When I got into the business that was a deal killer back then. So it's, it's interesting how things have changed. Buy term and invest the difference is almost always true. But let's say you get later in life and you're 50 years old and you're a very high income earner. You've maxed out all your retirement options. You've saved a ton of money. You're in that 1% of the population that 99% of the people were protesting. That you have high income. You've saved a ton of money in stocks already and you're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel where you're like, you know, I want to be able to retire in 10 years. Retire early at 60. That'd be nice, right? You're not really interested in getting into any more real estate. You already feel like you have more than enough stocks and you need to start looking at something safer. For ultra high income earners and high net worth people, there are certain index life insurance policies where you can put money into it, have some coverage, and have an indexed account that tends to beat even tax-free bonds over time. But that's, I mean, literally four or five people that I can think of that that was a good idea for in the last 10 years. But you can't just say it's never a good idea. The other option where term insurance doesn't work is that I mentioned earlier in the show, let's say we have a pension that's going to be drastically reduced for your spouse or go away when you die. Term insurance doesn't work there. The other areas where you have to use cash value life insurance is if you have a person with a large estate 
especially business owners, where there might not be a lot of uh, liquidity out there in their life because they're business owners, high net worth, but it's all tied up in their business. And when they die, there's a significant estate tax. Significant. State taxes are crazy. That's much fewer people that are going to pay for it. But if we get past the 2026 again, it's just going to go down to 5.5 or so million per person. And if you own a home and a business in the Bay Area, you might be able to, you might exceed that pretty quickly. And if you need liquidity to pay for estate taxes so your heirs don't get creamed in fees and expenses and having to sell a business when they don't want to, you have to set up a life insurance trust and term insurance isn't right there. You you have to have some sort of a product that's going to last so you're over 100, which means it's a cash value style of policy. But there are actually very low load, low commission products out there for high net worth people that a lot of insurance, basic insurance agents just don't have the ability to get to, or they just aren't allowed to sell it because they need to make a certain amount of commission. So you can't just make absolute statements that you know, it's it's not a black or white world when it comes to financial planning. It's not one answer and then all the rest are wrong. There's options out there, and you have to explore all those options. You have to feel like they're presented to you so that you can choose what you want to do so that you know you've done something that feels right for the family. So that's CFP Chad Burton. He will be joining me for a live event coming up very, very soon. Live events um, mean typically something along the lines of uh, learn about retirement income planning, wealth preservation, and such. They're really meant for new people. If you've been more than three times, it's going to be kind of redundant, I think. Um, and it's an evening. It's Cupertino, May 3rd, retirement income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar, Cupertino, the Juniper Hotel. You can sign up um, for May 3rd, a little more than a month away. And use code RADIO25. Sign up at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. It's always a good event, and you can learn more about getting towards retirement with wealth preservation and income planning. My big fear is, is when do I stop working, i.e., when does money stop coming in? And then my next big fear is, how long do I make my nest egg last? And how much of a legacy do I want to leave? Some people don't care. Some people do. So um, there's plenty going on there, right? It's wedding season, ladies and gentlemen. And the best advice I can do is say is don't do it. But if you're going to do it, be considerate. Not just to your spouse and your family, but to your guests. The average American couple spends $32,641 on a wedding. Is that not ludicrous or what? But those attending a wedding will spend an average of $372. Guests attending weddings and wedding-related events spend um, a good deal as a couple. If you're attending a wedding member for a close friend, you spend more money. If you're attending a wedding for someone you barely know, you spend less money. Now, if you're in the wedding party, you tend to spend even more because you're getting dresses and tips and dinners and you're buying the spouse or the groom shots and such. Wedding season can break a budget. The holiday season can break a budget. I hate broken budgets. Love can break a budget. 
Find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Look, I'm just trying to get you to retirement. Get you to try to shake things up a little bit. Focus on shoring up your finances, then your savings, then your investments, then your debts. I want you to start looking at your insurance at some point. Um, I don't think that's crazy. So, but between travel expenses in life, hotels that we stay at, vacations that we over plan concerts that we overdo it at i'm not coming home with a concert shirt i'm not coming home with a concert shirt oh my gosh i just came home with a concert shirt so um, my goal is to get to retirement always remember that sometimes you're gonna get mad at me and that's fine tesla's been tumbling recently facebook's been tumbling recently apple's been tumbling recently a lot of tech companies are getting hit right now now here's what you got to do dilly dilly you have to decide not do you sell, but do you want to own it? Um, anytime I buy stock, I come up with five reasons why I like it, five reasons why I don't. Typically, you can just flip them on their side if you really, really want. Five reasons you like something could be revenue growth, could be executives at the company, could be last five-year track record, last three-year track record. Uh, it could be a lot of things. Margins, earnings, cash repatriation, tax laws, consumers, economy. But you typically don't like the company if those turn against it. Now, one company that, they all differ, right? Facebook makes a lot of money. Apple makes even more money. Google makes a lot of money. Facebook and Google are in the eyesights, crosshairs of European regulators right now and soon to be in the crosshairs of U.S. regulators. Then you get other high-flying companies like Amazon, who they're truly making the world different. Different good, different bad. Trump decides he's going to go after them, right? Then you get into the kind of weird situation where you have a Tesla, another high-flying company, where their stock has come under serious pressure in recent days, dropping roughly 10%. People are questioning whether the Model 3 targets are ever going to be good the National Transportation Safety Board announced a second investigation self-driving car death involving a Tesla vehicle. The decline has been lucrative for people who are betting against the company. This is not a make or break for every year for Tesla, but they lose a ton of money. So when I get an email from someone that says, what should I do with my Tesla stock? I'm like, well, I don't know. Have you made a profit on it? Take some gains off the table. Have you gotten into it thinking that by the year 2050, it's going to be the number one transportation company to the moon and back, what have you, then you got to give it 20 years, right? I don't know why you bought it. I don't know what your goals were. You may know better than I do. Um, how do I say this without getting too zooby, zooby, zoo? Um, my mother and my brother David, my brother David was five years older than me. He gave me pretty good advice. He said, never get, never 
Never get romantically involved. <clears throat> Intimately romantically involved. With someone that you don't want to marry. Or that you maybe potentially don't want to marry. And these were different times back then, right? And my mom basically said the same thing, but she said it a little more graphically and dirtier, which is kind of funny. So eh, my brother David probably said it pretty graphic and dirty, too. We come from a long line of pretty graphic uh, family members. But there's good advice of, you know, you can take intimacy to a level, but at some point in time, you're going to be, you know, playing with people's emotions or, you know, never, you know, if you tell someone you love them, hopefully you love them kind of thing. If you tell someone you want to marry them, hopefully you want to marry with them. If you tell someone you want to spend the rest of your life, like, oh, how do I get back out of this analogy? Never get romantically, never get romantically, intimately, you know the difference, involved with someone that you potentially wouldn't marry. I'm like, okay, thanks, Dad, or Dave and Mom. Dave was not my dad, or stepdad. Um, but same thing with for me in stocks. See, I have a different opinion. You have a different opinion on, like, I think you should date around for a few years and, like, find out what's compatible to you. I'm like, well, when you find, we have a different opinion, right? And that's okay. So what I'm trying to get at here is I say never buy stocks that you wouldn't want to keep forever. Now, in the short term, if you hit a home run, good for you. But the Facebooks, the Amazons, the Googles, the high-flying companies that are up eight years in a row, when they start to go down, what's your plan? Okay, so the eight-year honeymoon may be over for Tesla, right? It's been a good run. It's had some ups and downs. We had crazy, passionate intimacy. Is it time to break up finally? I don't know. I don't know what, why you buy socks. I don't own any Tesla. I'd like to own some Tesla. But no, I don't really want to own Tesla. Because now that I see people driving Teslas, because they're just they're everywhere. They're like cockroaches. They're like um, good-looking cockroaches. But the people who are driving the cockroaches don't realize, that's a cockroach. So never get intimately involved with a stock that you wouldn't want to keep forever. I don't know. Did you buy Tesla and now it's down 10% you don't know what to do? Same thing with Amazon getting attacked by the government. Same thing with Facebook getting attacked for privacy. I mean, two weeks ago, it was as good as it got. It was Nirvana. We were in Camelot eating turkey wings and saying, Dilly Dilly! Dilly Dilly! Gotta help me out. Yeah. Dilly Dilly! Dilly Dilly! Dilly Dilly! Dilly Dilly! Dilly Dilly! Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.